My name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how to cope with anger after a breakup. So one of the most familiar pieces of this experience for so many people when they're going through like this anger after a breakup itself is the fact that there was usually some form of self-betrayal taking place during a relationship. And then when the breakup finally happens, it feels as though all of that self-betrayal was for nothing. So what do we do about this? Well, we actually have to do the healing work to recognize why we ever thought that it was appropriate or the right thing to betray ourselves, to get somebody's love in the first place. And when we can do this work and understand what's usually going on here beneath the surface and what anger actually symbolizes and represents for us, when we come to correct those underlying patterns and heal these roots of the problem, we actually will release a lot of that anger as a byproduct. By dealing with the root level, we get to essentially release the symptoms. So I'm going to talk to you all about what this means in a lot more detail and give you some clear examples to sort of make it make a lot of clear sense. Um, if you find yourself stuck in this, you're stuck on these like angry patterns in relationships, um, really struggling, two courses I highly recommend. Number one, our boundaries course, which talks to you all about your boundaries so you can end any cycles of self-betrayal and will really help you reprogram fears you have about setting boundaries. So like any belief systems that say, if I set boundaries, I'll be abandoned. If I set boundaries, people will think I'm a burden, you know, those sorts of things. And also our codependency and enmeshment course, because the people who tend to struggle with anger post-breakup the most are usually people who had a lot of codependent or enmeshed patterns within a relationship dynamic. And then leaving that and, and releasing that, then without that person there, you suddenly realize all those little miniature forms of self-betrayal that took place, sort of like a thousand paper cuts. So if you find yourself struggling, check out the link in the description box below for those, um, for a link to the course page, which has those courses. There's a 25% off coupon code for that as well, as well as um, a 25% off coupon code to the All Access Membership Pass. So you can check that out if you want to do a deeper dive. But for the sake of this video, there's a couple things that I want you to really recognize. Let's say that you're in a relationship and let's say that your needs are not being met. And let's say you know your needs are not being met. And instead of communicating about your needs going unmet and instead of vocalizing your needs and expressing your boundaries and really showing up to get seen and heard and allow yourself to take up space in that relationship dynamic, instead, you may be more motivated by avoiding abandonment than by speaking your truth. And so what happens in relationships like that is that we tend to have all these little tiny steps of self-betrayal that take place within the dynamic. Like maybe you need somebody to be present. Maybe you need somebody to put the effort in and go for a date night. Maybe you need somebody to listen to you more. Maybe you need somebody to do activities with you. Maybe you need somebody to help you out around the house and do chores or help you with your kids or whatever it might be. But if you're like, oh, I don't want to ask for too much, or if you're like, oh, you know, I don't want to have conflict by asking, oh, I don't want to be a burden to anybody. If those are the things that are taking precedence because you have, you're driven a little bit more by fear, and if you are, by the way, it's not your fault. It's usually because you've had painful past experiences that have programmed or conditioned you to be that way. And when I say it's not your fault, it also means that it is still your responsibility to heal. And it's really important to heal so that you can have health and thrive, healthy and thriving relationships going forward. But let's say that that's the case, right? Where you, those fears took precedence over your needs themselves. Then 
what often takes place is there's this idea that a lot of people have, and it's like, oh, if I can just be better, if I can just have less needs, if I can just be smarter or more attractive or a better partner or show up better at work and be more impressive, maybe then my partner will come around and get those needs met and and show up for me. But the problem is usually none of that. The problem is usually either one of two things. Number one, your partner has no idea that you have those needs because you're not clearly articulating them. And even though it might seem clear to you, it's likely not clear to the other person because we tend to project from our perception. We tend to assume that everybody else has needs like ours. And if your partner is a different person, they're going to have different needs and assume different needs onto you as well. And number two, we may actually have somebody that we're with that we shouldn't be with, that isn't going to put the work in for the relationship, that isn't going to show up. And so every time we stick around, we stay, we hope that our needs will be met. We change so that our needs can be met by somebody else. Anytime this takes place, we're going to get caught in this cycle of self-betrayal and nothing breeds resentment in relationships like self-betrayal. And oftentimes there, there comes this sort of cycle that takes place around self-betrayal, which is you betray yourself by not expressing your needs, by silencing your boundaries, by repressing your desires. Then you feel like, oh, this will get fixed if we have these unwritten compromises. You know, if I just do enough, somebody will do enough back. If I just sacrifice enough, somebody will sacrifice back. And you have these like covert little comp, like ideas, covert contracts is often something you may hear about this. You have these covert contracts with somebody else that you think, oh, I'm doing my part. So they'll definitely do theirs. But when we make those assumptions and we're not clear and direct and open and vocal, we are operating from that place of codependency and self-betrayal again. And then we, we feel resentful over time. It breeds resentment because we perceive an imbalance in the relationship. Hey, I'm making sacrifices. I'm doing all these things, but you didn't do that thing or you forgot to text me back or you forgot to, how, how could you, how dare you do those things? After all, I'm doing for you, pouring myself into this relationship. And over time, that resentment builds and builds and builds. And then there's usually some kind of blow up, a conflict, an argument, pulling away, um, pushing away, you know, whatever it might be. And then usually the same people that are operating from a space of self-betrayal and fear then turn around and feel guilty and afraid of abandonment because there was a conflict or a blow up. And then they return to their patterns of people pleasing, of self-betraying as a strategy to maintain the connection. And they enter right back into that cycle all over again. And so what's super important to realize is that if this is you, those patterns have to change. And if there is anger coming out of a relationship dynamic, that usually goes hand in hand with self-betrayal. And when we have unhealthy expressions of anger, generally people who are struggling with unhealthy expressions of anger also struggle with feeling powerless or out of control, unseen, unheard or misunderstood, and struggle with boundaries and true self-expression of their needs. And so what does anger do? Well, anger, when we express it unhealthily, when we yell, when we get loud or wave our arms around, what you're doing, according to your subconscious mind, which remember is a needs meeting machine. And if you're not meeting the needs in healthy ways, eventually your subconscious mind will start going to unhealthy mechanisms and methods to get your needs met in a survival oriented, urgent manner. And if you're not showing up to get your needs met in healthy ways, that's what anger does all at once. It gets you your control back and your power back because you get big and loud and sometimes even scary. 
you get seen and heard because you get really loud. And that's your subconscious mind strategy to get seen and heard is if I can't do it through communication, I'll just do it through getting big and loud. You feel understood because usually when people are angry, they finally communicate honestly if they haven't been giving themselves permission to do so historically in a relationship dynamic. They set boundaries because anger pushes people away. And just like we talked about with getting with getting understood, you finally truly express your needs. And so when we find ourselves going through these patterns of unhealthy expression of anger, it's usually because those needs are not being met in a regular basis in your relationship and in your life. And it requires boundaries, communication of your needs, reprogramming fears around why you're not feeling safe to share yourself and to, to take up space in your relationship dynamics. And again, if you find yourself stuck there, do the boundaries course inside PDS. It's all, got all the reprogramming tools, all the support systems to help you set boundaries and do the codependency and enmeshment course, because it will help you change these codependent patterns and cycles of self-betrayal. But I want you to see here that these are the patterns that are at play. So if you find yourself in this position after a breakup, thinking, oh my gosh, I have all this anger, show up for yourself. Take this as an opportunity for you to go inwards in the relationship to self and do that healing on those subconscious patterns and programs at play that were probably contributing to this cycle to begin with. And what this does is this will help you grow and heal and be able to take something away so you can release the anger. And it will also stop you from entering into relationships where these patterns will be at play, either because you're choosing people who aren't available for you in healthy ways, or because you're acting from a codependent space, operating with these different covert contracts, you know, leading from a, a place of self-betrayal. And then only finding yourself in these painful, vicious cycles as a byproduct that you do not need to be in and that you can change. So hopefully this all makes sense. Um, thank you so much for being here and for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe if you are a, a watcher of this channel. If you're in here often, I really appreciate you subscribing. Um, and I will see you in the next video.